0: Hello, and welcome to Films and Swearing, the File Mouth movie podcast that records straight out of five Scotland. I'm your host Stuart Sutherland, and joining me, as usual, Magic Mike Christie.
1: Flexing guns.
0: I was going to say this is an audible podcast, an, an audio podcast. Flexing your guns. Our audience won't can of see that. I know. Wait till we get the GoPro cameras plugged <laughs> on, like attached to the end of these microphones. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. So I just see the bridges of our noses and our eyes as we get all fucking. I was going to say luscious about eighties films, <laughs> but maybe that's a strong term. Getting all romantic about eighties films because today we are listening to well, you are. We are recording. You are listening to episode one hundred forty-one. Romance in the Stone.
1: I know. I've. I spent half the morning trying to understand the title yet. Yeah? Hmm. Because halfway through you're thinking, well, well,
0: actually, I think a trivia note is romance in the stone is a process that they go through when turning the jewel to, like, turning it from a big clunky rock to, like, a jewel you put on a ring. Oh, That's right. a term they use, romancing the stone into a jewel. Ah. It wasn't that part when they're lying in bed, like, part shagging, part talking about their dreams of sailing. Where she was romancing his bone. I've sat in that joke since last night when I saw that <laughs> the scene. That's
1: fucking why you
0: sat <laughs> Anyway, Adam West died. There, I see, I killed all those bones that are listening in right now. Eh? All those walkers, like, shit, This these two Scottish boys talking, is giving me the bone. What do you mean, Adam West dead? <laughs> TV's Batman. Oh. Yeah. So yes, was it at the age of
1: 88? 88,
0: aye. Aye, so it was weird. I looked into uh, Adam West's IMDB history I realised he is like a predominant uh, TV fixture. Like, he was never a huge movie guy. Uh, From what I scrolled through, it seemed to be maybe about half a dozen films where he wasn't playing either Adam West or Batman. Ah, a lot of
1: yeah, it was like, kind of like cameos. Was
0: it or he is in lots of films and lots of TV shows just as Adam West. And that just kind of shows you, like, the power of being, like, TV's Batman. Uh, that obviously fucking shot him to the moon to the point where he could spend the rest of his career just living off of his own uh, name that in that's films. Like,
1: that's pretty much, like, a, like the f- like the future of films in the next 10 years, like, and now starring Christian Bale as Christian Bale. It's mm-hmm. just like, or just... Ben Affleck as Ben Affleck. Exactly. It's like, oh, we just want you to play yourself.
0: If it's no fair, uh, like, hundreds of cameo appearances and random shows to, well, the whole gear with him and Family
1: Guy. Uh, I f- that's only, apart from Oats of Batman, that's probably the. Biggest thing. Uh, the only thing I really remember him for. and to be fair to some things but it's like the best thing about the
0: programme.
1: Mm. Oh that's a it, it is funny I think on two levels because they like haha it's Adam West
0: and he's a fucking lunatic then when the credits come on it's like shit it actually is Adam West it's not like Seth MacFarlane doing an impression yeah. it really is Adam West acting like a fucking lunatic. Uh, did you ever watch like the 60s Batman show? No, I did not I remembered it uh, like back in the days of summer holidays and I'd be like a water I would stay for a few weeks you'd turn channel 4 on in the mornings and it was like fucking Batman 66 <laughs> so it was you got to see that that's the only time I could ever remember it is like maybe watching it during the summer holidays
1: in the morning uh, when I'm eating cereal and then never thought of it again I think I think there's probably been like either some T V shows or some films that have had it playing in the background and I'm pretty sure I always remember the the scene where they're like on the boat with the fucking big It's like the shark cannon, one. Uh, the bit uh, the, like cannonball thing.
0: Oh yeah, where he is running a bit with a giant cartoon style
1: Acme Ball. Aye, <laughs> like, that's it.
0: With the fucking burning rope going down and he's running with his head. Yeah. Uh, no, I have lined up a couple uh, best of Adam West moments. Really, I've, I've taken it from things that I know myself. So our first one is, is cameo from The Simpsons. Dad, that's
2: not the real Batman. Of course I'm Batman. See, here's a picture of me with Robin. Who the hell's Robin? Oh, I guess you're only familiar with the new Batman movies. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> The only true Catwoman is Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, or Eartha Kitt. And I didn't need molded plastic to improve my physique. Pure West. And how come Batman doesn't dance anymore? Remember the Bat-to-See? Nice
1: meeting you. Just keep moving, don't make eye contact.
0: So, like, that was... Always one of my favourite memories of Adam West, like, when he appeared in that episode of The Simpsons. I always just remember him doing the dancing and Homer saying, don't make eye contact. Don't.
1: I forgot he had that wee bit in the Simpsons.
0: There was another one in later years where it's like they're watching an episode and Krusty the Clowns the a villain, but I've never seen that before. No. And I've also lined up some of his moments from Family Guy.
2: Mm. Damn it, Swanson, I want them found. Mayor West, we have every available man looking for the Griffins. We just don't have any leads. Not the Griffins, you moron! The rest of my light, bright pieces! My name isn't Adam Wee. Or is it? Who am I? What number did you dial? Don't ever call here again. I guess I told him... Nobody messes with Adam Wee. <laughs> Excuse me, Mayor West? How do you know my language? Listen to me. My entire future is in your hands. Are you Sarah Connor? No, I'm Meg Griffin. See, I need to interview you and... You're with the press? Yes. Well, you can't interview a dead man, can you? So I thought it was a nice note to finish off on
0: the one where he says, You can't interview a dead man. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Adam West.
1: Mm.
0: So, other than fucking TV's Batman's in. Uh the trailers this week, I mean okay, Marvel will drop the, the Black Panther trailer, that looks interesting. But the biggest trailers this week have all kinda come from E three. Yeah. The video game, Expo. Now we're we're two different camps here. I am a, a PlayStation owner and Michael is an Xbox owner. Mm-hmm. Are you now what what's the new one cried? Xbox One X? Yeah does that tickle any fancy at all it's just it's just how like we got like the Playstation 4 Pro yeah so it's like this
1: was like they originally called it the Scorpio oh yeah and they just changed it to X yeah I think it's for what I've looked at it's like smaller mm-hmm. it's got a built in 4K Blu-ray 4K fucking mm-hmm. picture but it's like 450 quid. Oh. It's like, wow.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> maybe when, like, you're, it's the same for me when I look at the PlayStation Pro, I'm never going to touch, like, consider buying one until the one I own dies.
1: Yeah. I think i I think Michelle's was close to, like, it looked like I was almost, like, getting a the way, And she was going to get the Xbox One S mm-hmm. when that come out. I'd probably go for the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. If I really need to. Aye.
0: So, go and tell me, I never watched the the Xbox,
1: Microsoft. Any big trailers um, that impressed you? In fact, I watched the trailer this morning for the Wolfenstein 2. Okay. And it actually looks pretty good it right. starts off like like it's almost like a like you're watching like a really old like TV show in like the 50s and shit mm-hmm. and then it cuts to a TV show where it's kind of like like Jeopardy but it's like the title of the TV show is like like Summon and German right and then it just cuts to like like the actual game and like this be like fucking Cat flipping. Switches on a TV show. hmm And, uh, I, just got to say, I think it pretty much picks up where the first one ended.
0: Right, aye. I, I think I bought the wrong one. There was like a, a sale on. Old blood. Aye. And I ended up buying like the DLC instead of the actual game. Aye. But it was actually, it, it's, it's a fun game to play. It wasn't like a, it didn't feel as serious as like a Call of Duty. Aye. I reckon if it's just because the fucking creatures you're fighting were these giant fucking robot Nazis. Ah, a like
1: fucking, like, mecha Nazis, eh? hmm But, um... Ah, the second one does look pretty good. Right. Um... Uh, what else? I was... C- kind of half enough whether I really want to see the new oh. Assassin's Creed.
0: I'm really looking forward to this one. Like... Egypt's my bag, I've been waiting for an Assassin's Creed in Prince, Egypt.
1: Prince of Persia pretty much, yeah.
0: So it's like that, it's like it's finally I just want to piss about and like run up pyramids and slide down them and like and, then jump and just
1: like slow mo take out a cunt with a fucking bow and arrow. Just
0: slide all the way down going that fast, my fucking boots are catching fire and <laughs> just fucking punch some cunt at the bottom of it with a knife. <laughs> and the same thing just hanging for the fucking Sphinx's broken nose there yeah. Just being a dick. Like there's got to be silly achievements like that, just like uh noble landmarks. I like the idea of the like the eagle. hmm It's
1: like that's kinda of like your like almost like a recon sort of thing for it.
0: Ah, and I noticed in that trailer there's quite a lot of underwater. It looks a little bit more in, in depth, like you could be pissing about underwater trying to find things yeah. and like fucking scuba missions.
1: But aye, it looked quite good tried to watch Anthem I think that's an Xbox exclusive right and it looked alright it kind of looked like kind of a wee bit like Titanfall kind of Mm -hmm. like Exosuits but then they've introduced like a XP system and I think a lot of people are kind of slated at saying that it's looking a bit too much like Destiny okay a wee bit well, I've never no played Destiny. Nah, I've never touched it. I did want to get it, but then I didn't bother when I was reading it. It was having like, all the bugs and shit. But, aye. Um,
0: you want me to talk about some Sony ones? Aye. Get you a chance to think. Um, well, there's the new God of War, which I thought was God of War 4, but it looks like it's just it's straight just, back it's, to... It's like a reboot, yeah. Aye, but it's like a father and son now. It's, it's Kratos and his son from this trailer. So, that again, in what like, you've kind of got like a two-player story dynamic now where if there's parts you're not going to fit, you could send your small son to climb up something or crawl through smaller spaces and he's got a bow and arrow. Uh, so, I guess that's maybe a puzzle-solving element. But, just, like I really like those games where you get the chance just to go fight giant fucking beasts and creatures where you're sitting climbing up the fucking leg of something and just using your axe to as like a pickaxe to fucking climb your way up and then just start fucking bashing its eye in and by the end of this trailer it's like you and your son on a boat and this giant fucking sea serpent and like it coming out it's like that shot you see in every Jurassic Park and Godzilla movie where it they're looking out a window and it's just his eye opening and the people uh, focusing, and then it just pans out and it's just this giant fucking beast. And it's like, oh, I kind of need to fucking kill of that thing. So that looks pretty decent.
1: I've never played any of the Crows of War, even when I had like the PS2 and shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I did play
0: the first one on that PlayStation Now service they had, and I do have a copy of the third one that got remastered for the PlayStation 4. Uh, So I did buy that on sale but I've no played it yet. Uh, What else? There's another one. Uh, It looks like a brand new IP called Skull and Bones which more or less looks like maybe an Assassin's Creed black flag. It is a uh, pirate game. So it's a cinematic trailer so you never really saw any uh, in-game footage but you had sort of three different pirate ships. One was uh, being captained by a woman. Uh, another one was being captained by, the it looks like, the rogue, the guy that's covered in tattoos and he's a wee bit fucking crazy. And then it looks like another general. Yeah. But it just looks like uh, opening credits to just, like, some fucking generic TV show because everyone's slowly floating underwater as they drown. Like, more or less, and ships are blowing up and it's just them slowly sinking underwater. So... It just looks like all the shit you got to do in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, like all the fighting in the ocean, cannons Mm -hmm. throwing the slingshots at each other, and then at the end of it, it's sort of like there's maybe one pirate ship left, and the other ships are sinking in the distance, and then it's just suddenly fucking pulled underwater, and it zooms out, and you see the shadow of a giant kraken, and all the tentacles coming out. So I've signed up for the the beta access to that one. All right. That does look like a really decent game. Okay, so what you're hearing is the Alan Silvestri score to Romance in the Stone. The reason why you're listening to this is it's. I was warning you, you need to hod your horses because Films & Swearing is a podcast that likes to spoil their films. If you've not seen Romance in the Stone, this music is your warning. From this point on, we're about to get LB deep, LB deep on the folk who killed my father, raped and murdered my sister, burned my ranch, shot my dog, stopped, fucking stole my bible and grit about spoilers in a podcast.
1: I feel like fucking Ron Jeremy's just ready to fucking burst all walking in big dicks swinging a bit.
0: No one wants that.
1: <laughs> no one wants that at all. <laughs> it's just that music, yeah.
0: Aye. Right. So now's your chance to go fucking uh, rake through your local charity shop to find a copy of this film, because it's probably one of the few ways you could actually find it nowadays. Unless you buy it for our Amazon link. Uh, Romance in the Stone is from director Robert Zemeckis, Big Bobby Z. Before you had Romance in the Stone, he did the likes of, well, his debut film is I Wanna Hold Your Hand from 1978, a comedy music romance with Nancy Allen. Ring any bells? Nope. Uh, It's the story of six teenagers from New Jersey run off to go to a Beatles concert to meet their idols despite not having tickets. Along the way, they learn new things about friendship and growing up. Quite a lot to learn when you just go to a fucking concert. Ah. Uh, Another one, 1979, uh, used cars. Kurt Russell. Comedy with Kurt Russell and Jack Warden. That is, uh, when the owner of a struggling used car lot is killed, it is up to the lot's hot shot salesman to save the
1: property from falling into the hands of the owner's ruthless brother. <laughs> I think I've seen it once, mm-hmm. maybe when I was a bit younger. So, I did watch it.
0: Uh, when I was doing my Kurt Russell challenge the other year, yeah. and I was actually surprised at how like how much I liked it. It felt I was gonna say it was like a used car equivalent of like a Police Academy movie, mm. like just the way it kind of felt. Like there's these random moments where, obviously, the evil brother had his own used car dealership. So it was always a back and forth between the two brothers, and then when Kurt Russell took over, it's like they were doing advertisements for a local football game on telly, Sir. and somebody just rips the fucking top off this woman that was like reading the story out, she was sitting on the bonnet of a car pose, and somebody r- jumps in the shop, pulls her tits out and runs away, and it cuts to the shots of all these different households of like, people in a bar cheering, fucking Baron spitting out their cereal, and Dad's going... <gasps> And fucking wives fucking slapping husbands. (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. So let's get to the cast. We've got Michael Douglas as Jack Colton. Kathleen Turner as Joan Wilder. Danny DeVito as Ralph. Zach Norman as Ira. Alfonso Arroo as Juan. Manuel Odez as Zolo. And Holland Taylor as Gloria. And Mary... Elaine Trainer is Elaine. Mike, what is the plot to romance in the Stone?
1: I'm not gonna lie, but when I put it on this morning, I actually thought that Kathleen Turner was an actress. I thought that was her at the first like the first minute that film. Like, oh
0: wait, the the when you saw the some fucking the dream, woman's the dream die. big fucking sweaty chest white clung top like I'm seeing nipple at the beginning of this film what was, am I watching here
1: was it a was it a family film
0: I think it was I think in those days you kind of got away with quick shot of some woman fucking falling out of her top and then it's, oh no it was an imaginary Mills and Boone sequence
1: uh, but I, I thought that was like Kathleen Thunder at the start of the film I mm. thought she was an actress it, wasn't it? she was just a writer yes um, aye, so an aspiring writer.
0: Oh no, she she seems to be an accomplished uh, romance writer. Aye, so uh, an accomplished yes romance writer
1: has to go all the way to Colombia to ransom her sister.
0: Yes, aye, her sister aye, um, doesn't seem to be quite as successful as her. She seems to be getting into some tricky, and like, again, some trouble with Colombians.
1: I know. Was it not? Something like... Her fucking the, husband was murdered.
0: Aye, they only found his hand. Was like, <laughs> was her sister a fucking Colombian drug smugglers? Like, uh, that's a completely different career path from her fucking sister writing the dirty books. Aye. So aye, poor nerdy sister has to go all the way to Colombia to save her sister. And chaos ensues.
1: Aye, she just basically comes across and indiana jones type
0: aye but it
1: kind of had that feel
0: exactly your rugged hero coming right out the pages of her books yeah. right in front of her very eyes in the form of pussy hound michael douglas <laughs>
1: <laughs> why is he? like what's the background on this
0: Well, remember, he he got diagnosed with throat cancer and he joked saying it's because he ate too much pussy back in the day. (laughs) And he he seemed to be a bit of a dog in this one as well. There's a shot where that mudslide and he landed Uh, between her legs and he's
1: like, woof, woof. (laughs) He was like, fucking raising eyebrows to the camera. Uh, He's like, can we just film this for the rest of the year? Uh, He's like, can we do this shot again? I don't think we've got it right. Uh. Uh, Did you like Romance in the Stone, Michael? Um. I it was not, it was actually not too bad, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was a quite, I quite like Darren DeVito's character innit? it. I he was quite good in it. He's a good guy because he was. He was like he was like the bad guy, but he was like kind of like apprehensive. Like he kind of knew that. The they were going to be fucking about with like Colombians. <laughs>
0: Aye, he's the wrecker. Ralph. He's a bad guy,
1: but he's not a bad guy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's a bit um, where he's in the fucking, is it the Colombian like police station? Right. And he's like on the phone and it's like a, like, a, like, a that's an actual wanted poster. He, like, of hit. him on there. Aye. Uh, and he's like
0: trying to like rip it down. And it's just that fucking shot of him falling off the desk. It's <laughs> it's that weird thing where it's horrible. It's like when a midget falls over you can't help but laugh.
1: <laughs> and he was, he was sitting on a table and all of a sudden he just fucking flops off and his legs go up. Yeah. But, um, I quite enjoyed it. I think I've, I think this is probably my first watch. I I might have seen bits of the sequel, but I remember my dad quite liked them. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I, I I I'd probably watch the sequel
0: and see what it's like. Oh, I, I'd definitely, I would check that as well. Like, if it was on like film four, I would record yeah. it. I would go because it's the three them back yeah Exactly. Not uh, like the very not the very next year or was it? But uh, it seems to be. If anything, maybe the only thing that was different is the director, but Uh, for for myself, this is my second time watching it. uh, I had recorded it randomly, like on, again, on Film 4 a few years ago. I'm not sure what uh, made me do it. It was just, I noticed it was on, I reckon what's old, I think I might have just saw like a TV spot for it. And just seeing it's like Christ, actually doesn't look like a bad film. Like for the title, "Romance uh, in the Stone," it doesn't sound like a film that my gran would watch. Well, it does. It sounds like a film my gran would like watch.
1: A title, eh?
0: And then and that we're back to the bone. Um, <laughs> but then when you see the trailer, it's like Christ, it does look like a bit of an Indiana Jones film. Uh, and Danny DeVito's in there, and this woman looks like the '80s equivalent of Amy Adams. So. I did, I bit the bullet, and it is, I think if it is like your equivalent of like an 80s popcorn film, it's it's not a serious film. Nah. You could kind of chill and watch. There, there is a great thing about those sort of 80s action-adventure films. Like, it's it's a, a lesser Indiana Jones, but also reminds me a lot of like the Jackie Chan films. he did like Operation Condor and Armour God's. Where he was sort of like the Indiana Jones character, yeah. but he was in the desert, or if he was in Europe. It just kind of had that, it might have been like that 80s soundtrack where every second scene it was fucking pan pipes being played. So. And the rain falls, they're cutting through the forests. But let's have a wee look. So I've right, got our first act. We said the fucking cowboy dream sequence. Yeah. Where it was uh, lusty McBigBoobs Big Boobs who was smuggling a, a hidden blade and takes out the evil cowboy. Yeah. And I, at first I was a wee bit against uh, Joan's carefree nature, like how she was celebrating the end of her new book by ah oh fuck, I'll hear a glass of wine, chuck it in the fire. And then fuck. chucks the
1: plate
0: in. I said, like, oh, that's not a dishwasher, Hen. I know. Like you're going to have to pick that up in the morn. There's no paper plate in, you're trying to in burn. The fact,
1: that she called a cat Romeo.
0: Uh, it signs of desperation mm. and that fucking moment where she's like sniffing the cat food like shut up nah I'm not gonna bite it like nah, calm down hen you know, you're not that worse off as I'm gonna have to eat the cat foods <sighs> like, you're, like you're quite a successful writer it's like the next day when she's leaving the house and she passes the neighbour on the stairs oh, the old, the old woman and it's like why do you know to take the elevator oh you can't know what they say about rapists and that they like going in there myself so what's for the, <laughs> the old grannies think she's fucking rape bait? It's like, uh-huh. can't in him. And the next fucking thing that stands out in my head is when her sister gets killed by that baby-faced fucking GTA oh. kids, like that's <laughs> insane.
1: I Just he's sitting playing fucking driving in the garage with we'll a convertible and he's got like, like what the fuck
0: is that? I, I was, uh, I, I dig in the term for it, but is it's like two rocks, on either end of a bit string. And just whipping it. It's like a... I reckon... It's something
1: you whip really fast and throw it. And fucking knocks out of the fuck out in her car. Yeah. He hops in, drives off I with know. it. He must have been getting lessons for his fucking like Uncle Tony, yeah?
0: Ah, that's it. He must be part of, like, just some fucking kid mafia group. And as fact that he called you, like, Pile Up. Pretty oh, much. he was a dangerous little driver.
1: I know. He just fucking cuts in between all, kind of
0: Exactly. I would be like I'd imagine nowadays they do that to Volk. But I just drive them away to some place to get their fucking organs harvest.
1: Uh. <laughs> Keep the car, kids. We'll yeah. take the woman. And then is there no cuts to the bit when she's at the like the lunch with our publicists?
0: Aye, and that weird fucking lineup of guys <laughs> that all look like they just want to fucking shag them. Uh. And it's like, nope, too scary. Nope, look. Look, he's fucking smiling at me. That's weird. stuff. Uh, and it is. I didn't care what the fuck the that was about, but it's like, i would just go there and pick up guys. They all look like fucking extras like martial arts films. Yeah. Uh, like the s- stooges in suits and fucking turtlenecks, bad 80s
1: uh, hair. Me bossy. <laughs> and Aye. And there's an no old cut to the bit with the... Danny DeVito? No, it doesn't. It cuts to the bit where... I can't remember who's who, but it's where he's in there. He's trying to like open her door and the neighbour comes oh, in. Oh, It Was that Zolo, maybe? Ah, uh, honestly.
0: <laughs> aye, because... Don't <laughs> look alike. I, it's confusing because you've got the people that's kidnapped the sister who are only affiliated with the Colombians. That's Danny DeVito and his pal. Brother. Yeah, they've kidnapped her, but it's the Colombians, the Colombian police, that have showed up in America, kills the fucking Johnny, or the, the fucking, the uh, guy that owns the building. But I love how they all do that shot, where it's like, who are you? And he like, flips a knife out, and just leaves it there for a minute, then stabs him. Uh, like, wait a second, is that a shiny knife? That is a shiny knife. Oh, you've stabbed me with a shiny
1: knife. Then you spoon <laughs>
0: <laughs> but aye Danny fucking Ralph and his pal Ira his cousin brother brother uh, they kidnapped her sister because they're looking for the jewel. aye so that's their deal and when Joan comes all the way to Colombia, it's Zolo she meets and aye. he puts her on the wrong bus aye and that's when you see like Danny DeVito trying to chase after them and like the only fucking reference they have got to go by is the picture on the back of her latest book. Yeah. And ah, technology back in the day. Again, you can't kind of just hold a fucking forty up to somebody new. I know. Uh, then this is when she the crashed the bus into the fucking big Jackie Boy's car, his yeah.
1: jeep. Aye, but his jeep's already fucking pranned up though. Did you notice that? Nah, I never noticed. Like, his jeep's already like parked, like where it's at, and ah, it's kind of, like, they just
0: drove the bus into it. Oh. Aye.
1: And be fair though she like distracted the driver
0: eh? exactly you need to kind the rules and sit down but this is where it kind of shifts into like your more action side of it now where fucking Zolo tries to shoot her and Jack comes to save the day and others fucking shoot and they just fucking shoot the bus of shit uh, shoot his
1: fucking water like water bottling and his like fucking bag eh?
0: aye Michael Douglas does come off as quite impressive. It's not quite the mold of Indiana Jones. Uh. Some folk I've read that says he's a bit like a Han Solo Uh. style character, like how he's sort of like a. He's not an innocent man himself. Because what was he fucking. He had birds in his car, didn't he? It's like he collecting rare birds or something. And when they crashed into it, all the birds escaped.
1: Oh, aye, aye.
0: Something along those lines, eh?
1: Aye, because that's when he was ranting on about less like, like, half a year is like, fucking work. More, aye. Fuck the...
0: And would you accept the fucking American Traveller's Checks? He's like, <sighs> aye, that'll well. <sighs> and that's when you get, like, that fucking mudslide in the land, him fucking facing crouch and awkward ha-ha moment uh. where fucking a mudslide slide's ripped half her clays off and fucking bared her fucking <laughs> long legs.
1: <laughs> Big drop though, eh?
0: Aye. That's where in the days where like, we could just chuck stunt men doing mudslides and no thinking anything of it. That uh, ah, fuck it. we Health and safety that doesn't exist yet. Uh, like the fucking snake in the cargo plane. Probably a real snake that got his head chapped off. Uh, I'm pretty sure animals were hit, harmed in the production of this film. Like, they, they got a belt out of it. Uh, Same with his fucking boots at the end. I'm pretty sure they killed a crocodile to make those boots. Ah, uh, look <laughs> and I'm trying to think when they're recovering this is when they get fucking pounced on by the like the Colombians uh, the fucking police and the, he's freaking out he's like the police are shooting sure at you what have you done and he's freaking out he's like oh, should I should have listened to my mother I should have been a surgeon I could have been up to my neck and tits and ass <laughs> and I was like what the fuck is this boy on it's not quite firing out one liners but it's it's quite a funny film
1: ah uh, it's got a lot of like like the like, the choice of the dialogue is quite funny in it, I think. Aye, I it, it does kind of feel like it leans towards, like, a
0: family film, because would you consider Indiana Jones a family film?
1: Oh, see... Teetering on the edge? Spe- like, especially at the end. At the end when the... Like oh, when oh the, the end of this film, when no, it gets all no. fucking violent. No, no like, at the end, uh, and then a Jones got the fucking face melting and all that. Aye, I guess we'd be intense.
0: Like, I have shown the Indiana Jones films to Cameron, but it's at an age where he probably wasn't really paying attention. Aye. Uh, like, if I showed them to him now, he would probably get I mean, the only time I've really spooked him out with a film was Under Siege 2. I, I just had it on playing, and, and he was awake. He wasn't watching it, but he got a shot, uh, the fucking general at the end after Sagao had, beating oh, him fucking bloody yeah, fuck. and he turns he looks at him and his face is covered in blood Cameron started howling in the living room I was like oh, he recognises what's on TV turn it off turn it off <laughs> so that was like one of the few times I've actually traumatised him by like <laughs> shit now I need to be careful what I play in front of him
1: mm-hmm.
0: so but fucking mad daft on like Jurassic World so I think uh... if he could watch fucking Indominus Rex eat a bunch of mexicans and no flinching eye maybe i think indiana jones will be an easy watch for him uh, maybe maybe cover his eyes at the face melting bit but the rest of it yeah like the same with the whole uh temple of doom and the whole kalima he doesn't really uh, plunge a hand in his chest it just looks like it there's never uh, real proper gore yeah and especially like when folk get fed to the alligators at the I end, end they just roll around and just like clays. Uh. There's not fucking bodies being torn to pieces.
1: Yeah. Uh but in this one Ah, fucking I wonder like if it was actually was a family film or not.
0: I think if it what, I think it might be rated fifteen. So, something about it I'm thinking It'd be like be quite the, a light hearted 15 I think exactly like they could have got away if it was 15 they could have got away with worse
1: yeah
0: Rotten will lists it as a 12 which is is, is fine yeah. because I can handle that really other than seeing some wet t-shirt action at the very beginning Um be. come on you go fucking Kate Winslet fucking and Titanic in exactly it, quit, so
1: <laughs> it's apples and pears uh-huh. melons and mangoes and like with the like with the amount of swearing in it as well I mean look at
0: uh, was there an F-bomb in this one? I don't know about I think I heard fuck once
1: maybe I don't know. but it was, I don't it was like one think. of the
0: Colombians freaking out uh, or maybe it was DeVito I feel like he could get away with a quick hmm. F-bomb hmm. it's funny to see like a young Danny DeVito he was
1: I, f- I looked up he was 40 in that as well he's like the same age as like Michael Douglas like born in the same year aye Jesus um, and compared to what he is like now like when he's frank and fucking always sunny always sunny he just kind of looks like a total deranged oh it's those
0: fucking episodes where they were trying to get blood from him <laughs> and they just cut him and just fill carrier bags with blood and by the end of it he's just a shriveled grey
1: <laughs> fucking <laughs> little egg after I do love
0: fucking that's all with Sunny like. I, I I would like to feel I'd like to think that Diane DeVito is like having the fucking like is having the much fun as he has ever had in his career by yeah. doing that show. I feel like that show can't be a hard show to be on. Nah. That must be a fucking laugh to work like that yeah. can't be work to him. Especially Especially eleven, like, twelve seasons. Like he was uh, never the first one, but that's been about ten years he's put into that show. He must fucking love it.
1: Aye. Uh, but it always always reminds me of the bit where he's fucking like actually stitched into the sofa. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and he just gets that, out and he's like boy making the party. Aye,
0: it is it's like the Indiana Jones not the Indiana Jones. Is Ventura. <laughs> Aye okay. being birthed. But it's like when they're looking at a leather couch and you just see there's a body being tucked underneath <laughs> it <laughs> and it's Fucking clung tight, aye. Jesus, was like, if anyone's not seen *Always Sunny in Philadelphia*, just go on Netflix. Dan Devito really does steal it in some episodes. He's a funny little bastard. Yeah. What about the fucking cargo plane they found? Like in this marijuana fucking cargo plane that looks like something out of *Fucking Lost*. So <laughs> I like, let's just stay in here the night. And still a dead pilot in the front seat. Ah, oh, didn't you worry, that's fine. So there'll be statues filled with it. I it's the fucking thing. They they set a campfire, and they're just chucking big bales of weeds on the fires like how are they not out of their fucking box? I know. I was waiting for like a real like the heart to heart I was like, why the fuck are you here? You're not just here to find just like what's going on. And she's saying the same to him, they're sitting drinking tequila, chucking big fucking lumps of fucking weeds on this fire. That should have been a pure hot box. Like they should have just started slurring their speech and getting all fucking dizzy. Right enough, she does
1: fucking pass out oh. hard. Did um, Did we actually get the Jack Colton backstory? Yeah.
0: Don't think so.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, that might have been the scene where they did it, but Disney, uh, even nah, though I just it watched it last it. night, Disney fucking cling to my memory at the moment it's just her just kind of trying to deflect the reason why she's really there and why she's got the treasure map but when she fucking face plants like the passenger seat and he starts raking through the bag and reads about the map and they say it at the end it's
1: almost like where he plays like a long corner pretty much yeah
0: exactly where you're thinking is he gonna betray her and fuck off with like the duel and even, like, D- Ralph calls it out towards the end when they have, like, a wee standoff. And he says, he's only with you so you could get the fucking jewel, then fuck off himself and get the money. Mm. That's what they're all for. This jewel is obviously worth fucking X amount of million dollars. Yeah. Like, everyone's after it, even the fucking Colombians. But when they go through the town, and like, they're trying to find a car, and they come across, like, uh, Juan... Like the, the guy that answers the door with a fucking gun for the little face <laughs> and And there's like, You're Joe Wilder? I love your books. <laughs> and they fucking cracked the door open and it's like, Colum- And they mentioned that. They started saying, like, people in Columbia is like a big demographic for her fucking racy novels. Fucking the men obviously like her, get a get bit of filth. Uh-huh. And it's like, Oh, I can't believe it's you. And they all fucking love her and they hate Jack because you thought they were fucked. He was getting a gun pointed in his face the fucking villagers crept up behind them with guns and then when they realised it was hard they are like oh see you later June. we love you you and your filthy fucking books <laughs> and that's when you get like your 80s style chase sequence so they're pissing about in the jeep uh, driving off road and this boy's got fucking hidden ramps like he's aye, like a me trigger he's got I a switch bridge up. it's like this is how fucking Juan travels. Like Zip. and then he presses the button again. And it just becomes a barricade and wipes nah. out all those jeeps. I like that. They're, that's that always seems to be like a staple of like eighties like action adventure movies is like uh, chase sequences and jeeps. I remember that a lot for uh, the Jackie Chan film, not <sighs> Operation Condor, but the other one, Armor God. I need to check just I wonder when the fuck Armour oh God came out 86 a couple uh, years after this uh, that's it. I'd imagine because that was like Jackie Chan's character was more or less that's it they describe it as an Indiana Jones style action movie so I could imagine him kind of you know well, he plays off of things that he's inspired by so I'd imagine he maybe watched the likes of Romance in the Stone Indiana Jones and just kind of applied that to his trade just a uh, bit more heavy action sequences but pissing a bit in a jeep being chased around small European towns and mm. shit it's maybe a about the midway point of the film where they've kind of escaped all the Colombian baddies and they've got to a small town uh, and they decide ah oh, fuck it let's have a shower I've got you some nice clays come meet me at the town square they're having a dance and fucking if you ever want to see what Michael Douglas looked like in Saturday Night Fever there he is <laughs> fucking head to toe
1: in the white silk suit it's, it's that scene where he, like, Danny DeVito's like on the phone though, and he's like fucking freaking out with the brother and that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like I can't find like, it he's like fuck they're here Aye. It's like, they're actually here Aye. they're walking towards me
0: <laughs> and is it's at night when they're dancing away and he's trying to rape through the bag but he's under the tail and the big black woman catches him <laughs> and just starts fucking battering fucker and <laughs> chases him at the shop uh, at the restaurant and then it's just these horrible uncoordinated shots of her pretending to punch and just like she's never flung a fist in her life <sighs> but that cuts to like your what I thought was going to be our 80s sex scene because uh, it kind of cut to like grasped hands and then a candle is being moved across a bed side cabinet but it's a weird moment like they realise it's a family film Yeah. But they also want to get across that they've shagged. Uh So let's just have a couple minutes of dialogue lying on top of each other. Uh Like, in a position where it actually looks like they're in the middle of shagging, but they've stopped to talk about this picture of this sailboat that's at the side of the bed. Uh It's like, that's a wee bit fucking weird. Like, okay, maybe you should just be lying beside each other in the bed and having a talk. Not whilst you're still on top of the Uh woman with her legs wrapped around you. It's like... Here, have you ever thought about sailing around the world? He's like, what, why have you stopped? What's going on? I fancy sailing around the worlds, And it's, it's like that moment where they're all, it was like a metaphor at the end, like when they kind of get back to the fucking action and it's just him pulling out the treasure map for underneath the mattress and then just trying to slip it in her bag. But it's just like he's going, dip, dip. Ah, oh, there we go. It's like, you're fucking double dicking your bastard, that's dirty. You're dirty people. It was just such a weird fucking scene, just I could have been shot so differently, and like, nah, let's just lie on top of each other and just cover uh, cover yeah. nipples, press my chance against yours and just talk for a couple minutes. Uh slightest like wrong bit of movement could've like I nipples f- flawing it, or his fucking arse hanging out, but just, just lie in the bed with the sheet up to your fucking chins and talk. It's alright. Uh, you didn't need, need... It was like, let's be racy. We're just lie around in the scuds uh, and just some plot development. No. Uh, the next day is sort of like where they decide themselves like, fuck it, let's go have a look for the treasure. They go with the treasure map and that fucking cheesy bit where you fold the map twice and it turns into a big fucking love heart and reveals the waterfall. Uh, and they find... After right, so they get all the way out there in the fucking like they steal the white car where fucking Ralph seems to spend like fucking ninety per cent of the film sleeping in the boot <laughs> of this car under a fucking blanket. Is when they get into the waterfall, get behind it, go to it and find a treasure, and it's the clue about Muller's milk and they find that
1: Uh this the statue thing.
0: Ah, uh, they start digging up and you get the creepy bunny. Like, alright, oh, that's some treasure. And say, oh, wait a minute, but in one of my books, we hid the treasure in a statue. And they break off, and then you get to see it. Like, even though they're in this deep, dark cave. Ah, it's quite bright, yeah. Beautifully lit and jewel. I'm like, oh, aye. Convenient. Cinematic. Fucking Robert Zemeckis. <sighs> oh, so, like, I can't show it in the fucking dark. And that's when they come out, and that's when all cunts after them. Ralph hops at the back. He's got them at gunpoint. And then the Columbians are showing up. And he said something about fucking bounties. The mounties show up as well. Ugh. So you've got fuck coming from one side of the field. You've got the Colombians coming the other side. They fuck off in the car. Oh no, they chase. They chase after Ralph. Aye. He fucking legs it with a jewel. And then just you just see this little short man in a white suit running with a jewel. And they're coming up behind <sighs> him in the car.
1: That's because when he's like, um, like asking to like, put the jewel somewhere safe. Surely like, and yeah. Pocket would be a bit safer than a big fucking Lidl's bag. Eh? <laughs> aye. Oh, that's a big bag for a fucking. I suppose to chills and the two size sides, but still. Exactly. Uh, there's no point where they get it off of me. Just fucking rolls down a hill and mm. just leave them. Like
0: oh, go and help them up. And they all end up fucking captured. Is no. It, is, is that no. Nah, As it, later on, they get to the, the river. They're aye, separated. They're, aye,
1: that's on no opposite sides of the river.
0: Aye. And she's got <coughs> doubts about him now because Diane DeVito stated the obvious. Said, uh, he's only way to get that fucking emerald. Uh, and then he's going fuck off. And they kind of come up with that agreement. Oh, we'll meet back at the hotel. that will be fine. And that's when Ralph gets in touch with her saying, right, if you get on the wee boat, come meet us. You'll get your sister back. Because uh, they've, they've just kept her fucking held hostage on a boat. I just, know. That's what his fucking big Looked dumb down, brothers kept for. Yeah. Aye, ah, it looked like she was getting some, like, fucking three meals and getting to sit out on a boat.
1: Aye,
0: ah, it's, it's that point where they kind of reveal that Jack's been captured by the Colombians.
1: Yeah.
0: And they go to, like, what looks like a castle to get him back. <sighs> like, the whole last act seems to take place in this big, dark castle filled with fucking alligators and crocodiles for some reason. Is <sighs> when they have, like, that standoff. Where they say, who's got the jewel? I've not got the jewel. What about you? And they go fucking hit him in the deck with the butt of the gun. And right enough, it makes like a clink. And part of me's like, that's a funny bit of sound editing. And right enough, he's sitting chugling his leg. And the big, big fucking green emerald rolls. it. Like, what a place. What a place to hide the jewels. Uh, Aye. Aye. ironic, eh? Aye. And he tells him off it's like, because he picks it up. And so you want it, go get it. And he goes fucking launches it towards the crocodile pit. Uh, and and Zolo catches it. And like, you're going to have to try harder than that. And then big fucking croc jumps up.
1: And that's a bit of gore. Uh, that's some blood. I know. And like, even if it was meant to be an adult's film. I probably would have been, like, covering my... Like... Finances, like at that point, yeah, and
0: cut, that's a bit bloody. Aye. Aye, aye. aye. I think it's, like, it all breaks down, like... Also, you've got Joan trying to save her sister. And then you've got... Jack scrapping with Zolo. No, Zolo's fighting with the girls. Aye. Jack's chasing after the fucking crocodile that <laughs> swallowed the <sten. laughs> And he's got, like, this tug aye, of he war. Fu- he
1: fucking grabs it. And what's the, what's the one line that he says? oh shit he has a wee one liner quick when he fucking squeezed it out I think I can't even fucking remind it but he
0: was having like a, a proper tug of war with this crocodile that was just trying to get away but he's like nah 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 uh, and he has he gets like that moment where it's like he needs to choose between the fucking emeralds or the woman he shagged last night uh, and he's oh, like exactly. uh, he's like oh, ah nah I'm gonna have to let the duel go and then there's like this strange sequ- sequence of him scaling this fucking brick wall like Spider-Man.
1: I noticed that as well.
0: Where he's like, he fucking slides doing it and then he scales back up. Yeah. And at the end, eventually he just fucking launches Zolo
1: into the crocodile pit. Aye. Oh, no, no it's, um, it's Joan, because she, is her sister goes to throw like the knife at him mm-hmm. and he's got like a fucking... A bit of wood, like on. Ah, he protects himself, he fucking shields Aye. himself with that. And then, yeah, uh, she like. Joan trips him up, I think, and he lands into the wee fucking iron. Alright. Oh, and he goes on fire. Aye. I, I'm trying
0: to remember what the fuck was Ralph and his brother doing whilst all this was Aye. going on.
1: And then, and then that's when he gets thrown into the, the pit because he, in the trips. Aye, and Lance head first into the
0: pit. Aye, that fucking grate they had there was useless. Eh, that didn't aye. stop
1: anything. He just fell right through it. I know. Was that uh, was it? Was that the same pit that um... Ralph and his brother was at the start of the film? Remember, remember, like he was mm. talking to Ira, and like Ira kept was mere like interested in the fucking crocodiles was at the bottom.
0: I mm, Aye, could have been. It was weird for a film that feels like it's fairly straightforward it is a little bit more complex mm. like the amount of parties that are after the stone and the fact half of them are all colombian mm-hmm. it kind of it, unfortunately it blends into my simple minds where i feel like it's just one group mm. but and then obviously when you get all your happy end and Joan gets to go back home. Uh, books published. Jack fucks off to go find that fucking crocodile because he said like, I can still make it, I can still fund it. I'll just have to kill all of these fuckers, <laughs> cut their stomachs open and have a look. And right enough, she's panted out her next book because she's got many enough material now to fucking... Write another one. Aye. And it's when she comes home and finds the fucking sailboat that they've always talked of.
1: <sighs> and there's Jackie boy with his crocodile boots on. <laughs> Aye. Uh, they might as well use me some use of the fucking English her. Aye, that's it. They weren't even knee high boots, they were quite wee fucking uh,
0: crocodile boots. Um. so aye.
1: Did you have a best bet of this one? Probably fucking Probably Ralph when he's in that fucking military com- like complex bit. Mm. And uh, he's trying to get the picture of the fucking he's wanted poster after the wall, and it just tumbles.
0: I like that bit where he's doing the, the car chase, and Zolo gets in the car with him, and he's covering his face. Oh, and and he's, he's and he's like, "Fucking stupid
1: Americanos."
0: It's like you look like Americano and he's like, "No, see, no, no, not me, no, no. Damn, Americanos." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Danny DeVito's comedy is always fucking priceless. Uh, like especially when he gets stacked <laughs> a wee bit. Not a bit racy, but... uh When it's not like Matilda, when he's not doing a child film, he always gets to stretch his legs a little. Aye. I like that wee quip as well where he he corners them in in the fucking cave when they find the jewel and he's got the gun out. And he's like, all right, guys, get out of the fucking cave, Batman. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, little did you know, you'll become the penguin soon enough.
1: I know.
0: I just remember his little flipper hands. <laughs> Christopher Walking fucking sympathizing for uh, Oh fucking Tim Burton. Um I think maybe this last act was probably the better bit for me. But again, it was it really dying of the veto stood out. Uh, like sure Michael Douglas was a uh, cool as a fucking cucumber, but it all kind of got romantic lovey dovey about the middle. Ah. Uh, like that's where it kinda of loses its edge in comparison to like an Indiana Jones film. Yeah. It Disney kinda of changed changed tone so dramatically. But and the worst bit how I think it? it might just be the same thing where it just kinda of, it feels overly romantic. Aye. Cause it's not a brilliant film, but it's not a bad film. Aye. It, it could be just like your eighties equivalent Aye. of just like a popcorn family film. Yeah. I like I said pro I'd probably watch the sequel. Mm-hmm. It's something that I would go up my way to buy. Nah. Like, oh, I can't believe there's no put this on Blu-ray
1: yet. Nah.
0: How the fuck have they no done that? Eh, uh, facts and figures. Romance in the Stone was made on the budget of $10 million. Nah. That must be maybe, like, the benefit of working in fucking Columbia. Didn't you have to pay any of those cunts. Yeah. you just get on a plane and leave. <laughs> $10 million, that's actually quite... Like, for all the films we've talked about lately, I think 10 million's been the lowest budget we've had.
1: Aye. Uh,
0: but really,
1: you're. I'm assuming it probably would have made its money back. Well, uh, domestically, it pulled in
0: $76 million. Uh, fucking launched fucking Bobby Zemeckis off to the moon. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure there's IMDb trivia stating that Robert Zemeckis was planned to direct Cocoon after finishing Romancing the Stone. Mm-hmm. But they were that certain that Romancing the Stone was going to be a flop. He got sacked from the job of Cocoon. Uh. And it wasn't Romance in the Stone became a huge hit. It actually, worldwide, uh, 86 million. It just says, for foreign market, 10 million. I'm yeah. just trying to guess. A shot in the dark. So... For a film that only cost you 10 million, a profit of 76 million dollars, that more or less greenlit his idea for Back to the Future.
1: Yeah, I thought that would have been the year after.
0: Aye, so he had the choice of fucking cocoon with Steve Gutenberg or Back to the Future. Uh, He's
1: probably fucking driving past the Senate of the Lord and like, ah, fuck you. Aye, fucking Steve Gutenberg was like,
0: (sighs) (laughs) where am I nowadays? Uh, one star reviews for *Romancing the Stone*. There's nothing special. Three one star reviews out of forty-one reviews altogether. First Legit one.
1: Chat reviews.
0: Eh, no really. I feel this is sort of like an under. I, I was gonna say, a, a hidden gem. Pardon the pun of a film. I feel like you're unless you're a child of the '80s, you're never gonna really remember *Romancing the Stone*. uh, uh One star by Leah. Wasn't a UK region. Didn't work. Straight to the point. But Robert Dell did actually talk about the film. His review is titled, Don't Bother. Terrible film all around. Full stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It wasn't his cup of tea. No plot points on
0: the hand. Nah, what he didn't like. He didn't like that boy. Was it it too complex? Was that scene where they were shagging but talking about their fucking dreams we probably actually wanting the shagging it like, one nipple at the start if, if they tell me that was it I would have turned it off after that but no and the last review rubbish quality by pen name despite the DVD being apparently genuine I knew it constantly kept freezing giving up after five minutes into the film total rubbish you could return that DVD back, pal. I know. But, so I uh, that was
1: uh,
0: <laughs> the best Amazon could give us for one star reviews. There was like a single two star review, but they were complaining about the fucking DVD as well. And it's like, uh, you cunts just
1: need to learn to fucking put in the keyboard. I have to admit, like, one of the things I liked this week uh, was that picture that Shoot My First sent us. Oh, the one star uh, review, of Jaws. No, the five-star review, and it's like, for the film, he's not seen yet.
0: Oh, yeah, aye, aye, I haven't seen it yet, keeping it for a later date, five aye. stars. There was another one where he shared it, it was, um, Jaws, one star, not enough sharks. Oh, fuck, aye,
1: I've seen that as well. Aye. Because Jaws is plural. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what's next for films and swearing? Our '80s season continues to the halfway point in 1985. Uh, we will be reviewing Clue from director Jonathan Lynn, starring Tim Curry, Christopher Lloyd, and a whole bunch of other folk. Mm.
1: It's only really two that stands
0: out. Eh? It really stands out, aye, right, that and a French maid and a colonel and candlestick in a library. Aye. Anyway, that's next week. Uh, Our website, filmsandswearing.com for links to our Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, Twitter. Uh, Patreon, you can support our podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash FAS podcast for, I think, the the cost of 93 pence, which is $1.20. Uh, you could get full access to our podcast archive, which is uh I think over sixty posts worth several dozens and dozens and dozens of podcasts. Got a couple of exclusive podcasts on there. Uh I think last week's episode included all the fucking outtakes where I was playing fucking uh the uh-huh. all the wrong theme music like fucking Dead Moon Rising or Bad Moon Rising yeah. came up when I was trying to end the fucking show and extra reviews so all that shit is on there if you want to support us but I think it's that time that time of the night there we go so shout out to Antros for our theme music Anthrax style thanks to Stu and our listeners for tuning in each week letting us fill their lugs but it is now that time of the night for us to pull out and if we've learned one thing from this week's episode being a pussy hound is not good fuck off and tune in next week because you get throat cancer (laughs) (laughs) oh wow